is the Bill Carroll Show on the Bell Talk Radio Network. We also call it the iHeartRadio Talk Network. We call me Jim Richards, and I thank you for your time, Ellen DeGeneres. Some concerns that this latest controversy might find herself out of a job. See, you are in a mood, I told What? See, you are in a mood, I told you. So here's basically what the problem is. She has three producers who have been accused of running a workplace that essentially has a toxic environment. There was an article, I think, a couple of years ago in the New York Times about her where it says it was Ellen DeGeneres, not as nice as you think, which was basically about how boring uh, Ellen DeGeneres' life was because she thought, you know, it's really tough being pigeonholed as being someone who's nice. Not all of these allegations about her show have to do with her, but her name is on it, and you would think if your name is on it, you would know what is going on in your work environment. So let's go through basically how this started. There was a guy on Twitter who basically said, listen, for every bad story about Ellen, because I know some of them, but for everyone who comes out of the Ellen closet, so to speak, and gives us a bad story, I will give $2 to the food bank. Someone's annoying. Yeah, it was annoying because people started to come out of the woodwork, and some of the stories were very concerning. Some of them had to do with racial comments made about people. Some of them had to do with somebody who wanted to take bereavement leave, actually go to a funeral, and they were fired because they actually did it. So Ellen DeGeneres might not necessarily be Matt Lauer, but these stories continue to add up, including hiring non-unionized employees when the pandemic came around, while employees were offered 60% of their pay. The show was still airing, so the company was still making money. So story after story after story, including a DJ from Australia who talked about an interview with Ellen when maybe some of these stories didn't have everything to do with Ellen. But in one of these stories, this guy's like, okay, I went to interview her and everybody's like, the classic, don't look at her, don't talk to her all of that sort of thing. So she's been through a lot, right? I mean, recently people started hating on her because uh, during a halftime, they cut to a crowd shot in a football game and she was sitting with George W. Bush and she had to legitimize that given that he is a conservative that might have leaned social conservative and everybody was all over her for that. But she's gone through hell. In 97, she had her TV show canceled when she dared to come out of the closet and kiss a woman on TV. Think how times have changed since then. But right now, I think the deciding factor on whether or not she'll survive is whether or not celebrities want to be seen with her. We've had Kevin Hart and a couple of other celebrities say that they side with Ellen, which I would say might not necessarily be the greatest idea. You might say, hey, I think Ellen's a great person. I don't like what's going on on her show. So Richard Krause joins us right now. He's the host of The Richard Krause Show and Pop Life, which you see on CTV. Richard, thank you very much for your time. Oh, thanks for having me. So what kind of pickle do you think she's in? Is this survivable? I think it's survivable, but I think that it is a black mark. I mean, the idea that uh, she was someone who was always portrayed on the show as being kind in her email response to all her staff, uh, she says, I wanted this show to be about kindness. I wanted this to be, you know, the thing that we put first and foremost, and then clearly didn't. I mean, as the head of this, her name is on it. 
Uh, she's there every day. She should have had some idea of what was going on and either was willfully blind to it or uh, just didn't bother to follow up on any of the accusations that, that were probably flying around the, the set. Um, I think that it tarnishes this, you know, goody-goody kind of uh, image that she's tried to portray. I think a lot of people are not surprised that someone who is extraordinarily successful in show business, and, you know, let's not kid ourselves, Ellen is extraordinarily successful. 17 years on uh, afternoon television in a market where television shows by Harry Connick Jr. And, and Bethany Frankel and all sorts of people have come and gone, tried to go up against her head-to-head and haven't succeeded. Um, she's like the Johnny Carson almost of this afternoon uh, talk show. She's successful. She is someone who, to maintain that, yet you have to have a bit of an edge. I just don't believe that you can be that successful and not have an edge. So there are those that are saying, well, of course, she's not you know, what we see on television. She's a performer, and she's performing this way. But a lot of people really believed it. And if you go online and go to Twitter and have a look and forget about the celebrities that are coming out and supporting her or those who are not supporting her, like Brad uh, Garrett and Leah Thompson, um, just the people that watched her show uh, are expressing disappointment. And disappointment in the public uh, arena when you're a, an entertainer like that is hard to come back from. People are nitpicking all sorts of interviews she has done in the past where she's made people feel uncomfortable and saying, listen, for a person who's had your life and your experience, who kind of lived it on television through your series being canceled when you came out of the closet, uh, where's the kindness there? But... It, I think it'll be interesting to see what celebrity wants to side with her. And I also think it's a little too early to be publicly supporting someone when you don't know uh, perhaps all the facts. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine that Kevin Hart and Ellen DeGeneres, they're both stand-up comedians. They both were working, you know, at roughly the same time. Maybe they've known one another for 30 years, and, and that's what the connection is. And, you know, you stand by your friends, much like Sarah Silverman stood by Louis C.K., um, because they were friends during and before and now after the, the scandal that he went through. And a lot of people are making kind of a big deal that the ratings for the week of July 26th, which was just after this BuzzFeed article came out with all these damning allegations, uh, that they were down 9% from the previous week. But I think we also have to keep in mind that ratings during the summer frequently take a dip. They're in reruns. Uh, people are at cottages or not staying in. The weather's nice. So you're, you're not getting an accurate reflection here. Wait until September when she comes back. Uh, there are all sorts of talk that uh, James Corden might take the job, maybe Kelly Pickler. There's a, a whole long list of people that people are suggesting. Uh, but the Ellen folks are saying there will be changes in the ranks. The executive producers and the producers who are accused of wrongdoing will be let go, but Ellen is not going anywhere. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of reception she gets. Uh, it, there's always celebrities that will come on the show. I yeah. think it's, it will all be about uh, what uh, ratings she gets. And, and if you see a marked drop-off in September, then that could spell the end for this show. But Richard, you've been around. You've interviewed some of the biggest names in music and in entertainment. Is it possible that really the jerks really are the executives or the managers or the people who surround these people and try to protect them? I, I tend to always believe that the fish rots from the head down. And uh, when you are 
in the in charge of a large operation, and it's a large operation. There's hundreds of people working on that show, um, and it's impossible, I suppose, to be you know everywhere at once and knowing exactly what's going on. But ultimately, you know, if if you think of her as the CEO of the Ellen Corporation, uh, if something goes terribly wrong. Uh, with it, the CEO has to stand up and say, you know what, I allowed that to happen because the buck stops here and everything that happens on this set and in this environment that I, that I have created uh, ultimately has to come back to me. And in her very well-worded, probably crisis management written email that she sent out to everyone, she managed to sidestep the idea that she was responsible for any yeah. of this. And I don't think that played very well uh, in public. I was surprised when I read that yeah. note. I was very surprised by that. That's never, ever helpful. End no. it and then rebrand and say, you're getting rid of these people who have yeah. enabled my behavior and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you Richard Krauss, Richard, thank you very much for your time. Always appreciate it. Thanks, Jim. Richard Krauss, check him out online. Follow him on Twitter, Pop Life, his television show with our sister station, CTV. I'm Jim Richards. Hey, Bill Carroll, uh, this is uh, his show. We thank you for your time. Thanks to the producers, Chris and Hannah in Ottawa, and in Toronto, Andre and Donnie. I'm Jim Richards on the iHeart Talk Network.